Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, your host, and it's episode 49. I'm so happy you're here. Today, I'm talking about the three most common fears I see that people tell me they have when they're starting their business. And it breaks my heart. And I want to overcome these fears today and help you so you can move on with confidence before we get started. If you are new, I'm so happy that you're here. Each week, I provide valuable tips so you can get your business started and make money doing what you love. And I actually have some free gifts for you. Yes, newbies get free gifts. The links are down below. First of all, it's a checklist. It's a 16 steps to getting your business started. And I also have this really cool guide. It's called an Ikey Guy guide. And you're probably saying, what did she just say? You can see it below, but it's this really cool diagram and guide that helps you find your business sweet spot, also known as your business purpose. So make sure you get those. So if you hit subscribe right now, it will notify you each week when I drop a new episode. And if you're a longtime listener, thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you how much your loyalty has meant to me. I can't tell you how much your reviews meant to me. They really touch my heart. Thank you so much. It just makes me know, since I don't get feedback when I'm recording these episodes, that they actually do help you. And your responses so many times and your reviews are so, so sweet. So thank you very much. Today, I want to read one really quick. This one is from Amy McCauley, and she just left this review the other day. Kimberly is a joy to listen to. It's like you're listening to a very wise friend give advice. She's done amazing things and shares so many practical nuggets. Highly recommended. Oh my, thank you so much, Amy. That makes me blush. I appreciate it so very much. And if you have never left a review or a star rating, I want you to know how much it not only helps me, but it helps Apple Podcasts and the other players share it with others just like us trying to make money doing what we love. So if you'll scroll down right now and leave a star rating, if you're on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating would be amazing. If you could even take a few seconds to write a written review, I'm telling you, it helps bump my podcast a little and get it shown to more people, which I'm so grateful for. And I'll have you know, I don't put commercials on this podcast because personally, I don't love listening to them when I'm listening to other podcasts. I listen to true crime and other things, and it really disrupts the flow. So it's something that I've chosen not to do and as a favor to me. Oh my gosh, I would be so grateful if you could leave that review. So that is it. Thank you all for listening. And now on to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you are here. Today is a good episode, and I hope that you really stop and think and say, I don't need to be fearful about starting my business because these three things are super common, and I know so many of you experience them, but they are not valid fears. They're really not because there's ways to get around them. There's things that you can do to help yourself not experience pain when you're starting your business, right? So here we go. I'm going to start with the three most common ones that I see. So the first one is people think that starting a business is going to cost a ton of money and they're fearful of risking a lot of money or losing a lot of money. Is this you? Are you scared of this? 
Yes, it can be super scary. I have to say, I had looked into opening my own facial spa here in this area. You've all heard me tell the story several times, but it was a half a million dollars that I was going to have to invest. And that was super scary. Now, would that be super scary if I was opening a Chick-fil-A? Do you think I would be that nervous? I would not because I know they have a proven method. I know they make tons of money. The line is like around the corner and down the street every time I go to one. So I feel like it's a win if you get to own a Chick-fil-A franchise or two. I know some most of them own several, which is really cool. So anyways, that was scary for me starting a retail store, especially my own spa. And, but I, I backed out of it because I wasn't feeling like the clientele in the area was going to support it. So that's why I didn't do it. So that can be scary. For this type of business, it's not that scary to me. And for most of the clients that I'm helping, it's not a big risk. I'm telling you all, it's really only a few thousand dollars needed to get their business going, if that which is crazy. It's really not that much money. Y'all, it's so exciting. You can start a business almost for free. You could right now, let's say you are offering piano lessons. You could right now come up with a quick business name. Okay. Let's say it's Julie's piano lessons. You could post on Facebook and say, anyone yearning to learn a new instrument? Are you bored during COVID and you'd love to take on a new skill? I'm offering piano lessons for adults for $45 for an hour or whatever. I have no idea the going rate. You could start that right now for free, okay? It's not expensive. It's so funny because I even had a friend who I was talking to who said she wanted to start a business and I was like, oh, oh, you know, and then she said, but I'm scared. And I was like, oh gosh, don't worry. So many people get scared, but there's ways to get around it. And I said, what would you need help with? And she said, well, just figuring out all the steps that I need to be taking and how to get capital funds. I was like, capital funds? I didn't even know what she was meaning. Was she meaning a loan? I don't know. I didn't clarify, but I realized that's what people think. They think that you have to raise all this money or that you have to get out a huge loan. And maybe you have to. Maybe you don't have that much money and you know your business is going to take five or 10 grand and you do need to get a loan. That's one thing. But capital funding, I don't even know what she was talking about. I don't know if she's talking about if you have some huge brand that you're trying to launch, like a huge brand and you need investors. But I don't think her business was that caliber of a business. I don't know. But it just caught me off guard because I thought, wow, this is a fear people have. And it's also a misconception. It's a misconception. You do not have to spend a lot of money to start your business. If you've been listening to me a while, you've heard me tell the story about me and a friend starting our business out of Austin, Texas. We had a home decor, like pop-up shops kind of business where we would have them around Austin. And we each put in $1,000 when we started. And never again did I ever have to go back and get more money out of my bank account. It was all from the business funds and business profits that it was making. And as you know, I turned it into a multi six-figure business that I ran for many, many years and built another online business that was the same type of revenue. They were very similar and I ran them for a very long time. So I had them going at the same time. My point is they don't cost very much to start. When I started my second online business, I literally had a handful of products and it might have been $1,000 worth of products. I'm not even sure if it was even that much and got the website up and going. It was profitable literally within the first month. There was no, there was no delay because I already knew that it was a valid business idea, right? 
So when I started my photography business, I already had a camera. I'd already been taking photos. I just needed to create a logo on Photoshop and pop up a website real quick. Y'all, that didn't cost any money to start. So my point is, if I'm helping you and I do this with my clients, we look at what their plans are, what they want to do. And a lot of times we're just starting really simple and we're trying to ease into this because it is scary. If you've never had a business before, it can be kind of overwhelming, right? But I'm helping you take a strategic approach, but in a simple way, right? Very simple way, how to use your money most effectively and how to spend your money on the right things and how to get you out there selling so you're making money and you turn this into a business and not a hobby. Am I right? We don't want a hobby. We love hobbies. I love hobbies. I have many hobbies, but I've got this business here. It is a business. And so does yours need to be. It needs to be business. It needs to make money. You do not have to put a lot of money into this. If you're starting a website, websites are not expensive. You can start all kinds of inexpensive ways with Squarespace or Wix or anything. You can get a website up and you can get this thing going. So please rest assured that This business that you're starting doesn't have to be this huge risk to your family where you're risking not being able to go on vacations or not being able to give good Christmas gifts, that it doesn't have to be all that. I kind of think about it like Vegas. You go to Vegas with a certain amount of money, right? I I haven't been in a long time. But my husband and I would set aside money ahead of time. We'd be like, okay, we're going to take $500 or $1,000 for gambling and that's it. Okay. And but we will still use other money for going out and, you know, get massages or go shopping or whatever, right? That was different money. The gambling money was set aside. And we said, if all else fails, we can gamble this money and we are not going to cry if we lose it because we are willing to risk it, right? What are you willing to risk? And you need to think about that when you're starting your business. Like, how much realistically do I have? Do I have unlimited funds? Do I not? I mean, when I started, my husband and I were both working and I had a baby. Yes, Lexi, my oldest, was an infant when I started my business, but we didn't have a ton of extra money, right? So $1,000 is still $1,000. However, it was money in an account that we had already had in savings and we're like, you know, it's okay. We can use this thousand and it's not going to kill us. So think about it when you're starting. What do you realistically have to start? And let's not do anything that is going to hurt your family, right? But at the same time, I know some of you want to invest and you want to make it the best it can be in the beginning. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying let's be smart and start simple because I can tell you one thing for sure. You know how they say like a death and taxes are the only for sure things? Let me tell you something about your business. Your business will evolve. It will change. So why would you put a ton of money in today When a year from now, you're going to have grown, you would have gotten smarter, you will have gotten more educated on everything, you will hone in on what your product really is and really know what customers want to buy. And that's when you can put more money in because you've got a path behind you that guides you. Are you hearing me on this? So don't be scared about the money. This is not some crazy investment I'm trying to convince you to put your money into. When I'm helping you, I'm simply saying, okay, you've got this much money. What is our best use of your funds and what can we do to get you going? And I'm telling you, most of my clients, it's not much money. In fact, do you know where their money is going right now? And is this you? Everybody is getting sucked into really high-end 
training programs and workshops online. Now, I can't talk. I sell a workshop, but mine's low end. Mine's totally low end, and it works in tandem with my one-on-one coaching. But what I'm telling you is everyone is feeling like they're missing out or they're missing out on business success by not buying into these really expensive programs. In fact, I did a podcast episode on this on how to evaluate and think through spending a lot of money on these courses and workshops because what's happening is it's derailing you and I can speak from personal experience on this. Y'all, I got derailed for months with this business because I did the same thing. I'm so embarrassed, but I did. Now, I'm not embarrassed that I did these workshops because I thought I needed them. I really did. And I don't know if it was the marketing that got me or what, but only maybe one of many was actually really life-changing for my business, which I'll talk about in the future. But one was really life-changing and it was worth every penny. The other ones, I guess, were good, but it was almost like I was just reaching out for any kind of help to make sure my business would succeed. And the funny thing is, I'm back to where I started. Did you hear me? My gut instinct in the beginning of starting this business, you know, is the thing that fueled me to start it and to help women and get their businesses going because I knew I could do that, all that. But it got a little derailed and it's months that went by that I could have been making more money that I wasn't, right? I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to get focused. Let's see what's the intelligent thing to spend your money on. And there are some programs that are really good and worth it. But there's some things you don't need to be doing right now because you need to be growing your business by testing your product on actual people who will pay for it. You need to be out there selling. And when I'm saying selling, I'm not talking about annoying selling. That's a whole nother topic. And I'm I'm back going to do a workshop on that because I do not believe in selling in a way that is annoying or overbearing at all. I think selling can come from your heart and by being a product of your product and there's just a way to go about it, right? So you should be out selling. You should be out telling people what you do, offering your products and getting people to test it so that you can turn it into what you really want it to be, okay? So don't worry about the money. If y'all are worried about that, I'm telling you, there's ways to start your business where you don't have to be risky. That's just a misnomer. You do not have to have to spend a lot of money. Okay, let's get on to the second thing. Many women especially say, I don't know what it takes to start a business. I don't know if I have a business mind. I don't know if I'm going to succeed at being a business owner. And this is what I want to say again. If you have a drive for something, you have something in your soul that is yearning to do something more with your life. And I know I sound a little dramatic, but I'm telling you, this is how I felt. This is how I felt before I started this business. I literally would cry about it. I'm not kidding. Because I was like, I know I have something in me. What am I supposed to be doing? And then once I honed in on what I was supposed to be doing, that yearning in my soul fueled my every step of my business. And I want you to know that running your business, you may think is about, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the strategy. How do I figure all this out? Let me just let you sit with this for a minute. The yearning in your soul, that passion that you have for something, that that love for it that you want to share with the world about something, a product, a service you believe in, because all of you, it's so funny, all of the clients that I have sit there and tell me they have this yearning to do something more and they want to do X, Y, and Z. And the funny thing is they actually use X, Y, and Z. They are a product of their product already and they don't even realize it. Meaning, like me, 
I'm helping people start their businesses and take imperfect action and move forward. That's exactly what I've been doing my whole career life for the past 20 years, right? I'm also a product of personal coaching. So everything I'm teaching you with taking imperfect action, having the right mindset, believing in yourself, all that good stuff is awesome. But I also have utilized a personal coach and go through coaching, right? So when I started this business, I had a coach once a week for two months because I was trying to shift into this new way of doing business from a product-based business to a service-based business and really trying to wrangle all of my skills and everything that I learned to push me in the right direction forward so that I turned this into an actual business and not just a hobby. And she helped change the whole trajectory of my business, literally. Like I had breakthrough moments and was able to go in the right direction. That's what I do for other people. I was on the call this morning with a client and we had a breakthrough moment and it was amazing. I know the value of coaching. I'm a product of my product. You are already a product of your product. Like someone in my group is wanting to teach Pilates and help people with back pain, right? I am sure she's probably a product of her product. I bet she had back pain and that's why she wants to do this. Or she had someone in her life that had back pain and she's seen what Pilates can do in in healing that, strengthening all the muscles in your core and your back and your legs everywhere to support your back, right? What I'm saying is your passion and love and drive and yearning for this will help you be a good business owner because you will be able to sell it from your heart. Again, when I use the word sell, don't cringe, don't think I mean like this overpowering person, but you will be able to influence people and cause people to want to buy just by you being passionate about it and being your authentic self, right? That's what's going to drive you. All these things that you're worried about, if you're worried about how to do your books or how you're going to keep up with graphics or what you're going to do, don't worry. You can outsource some of those things. You can outsource them. So don't stress about all these things you don't even know yet. Because when you start this business, especially when I'm helping people, we are starting small. We are starting smart. We're being efficient with our money, like I said, but we're also not overcomplicating and adding bells and whistles. And I'll tell you, I am a sucker for bells and whistles. Totally. And it's gotten me sidetracked many a day because I want everything to be absolutely amazing. And then I have to stop myself and go, nope, that just cost you $500 to try to add those apps to your Shopify store to make it amazing. When the customer didn't need that, they just needed to check out, okay? They didn't really need that extra app that you added (laughs) that helped during checkout. Like some things you just don't need. And so I help business owners when you're in that beginning stage go, you do not need this, you do not need this. Let's do this. This is basic right now. Let's hone in on the most important things so customers can know about your product and customers can buy your product. That's what we're doing, right? Because the more they buy in the beginning, the more feedback you get, the more ways you can tweak your product or your service offering. You start learning by doing. You take the imperfect action like I described on the episode a couple weeks ago, which I'll put a link below to as well. And that one is what will push you forward, right? It's the imperfect action. It's moving forward. It's taking steps. And it's not worrying about whether you're going to be a good business owner. You are going to be a good business owner because you believe in your product and you know that you are able to affect others' lives and create something meaningful. Do something for them that is for good. Every single one of my clients has been trying to 
better people's lives. It's amazing. That is who is drawn to me, which I'm so grateful because when I get on the Zoom calls, when I'm messaging with these clients, we're on the same page. And I love it. I didn't know for sure if people would be drawn to me. I guess my message is loud and clear that that's who I speak to, people that are purpose-driven, that are taking this path to better themselves, start something new, right? You are going to be a good business owner. Do not worry about that. You can do this. This is not hard these days. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can use very few tools that are highly effective and you can outsource what you're not good at. So don't worry about that. Don't worry about that right now. Baby steps, right? Okay, so again, number one was don't worry about the money because we'll start simple. We'll start not being aggressive on the money. Number two, starting a business doesn't have to be scary when you think that you don't have business skills because you actually do know how to sell this because you already believe in it. That's the hardest part of a business is getting it known and getting people to know about what you sell. Actually running the business on the back end doesn't have to be that complicated, okay? The third thing is, is my passion actually going to be a good business idea? Is that actually a viable business? And this to me is the most valid question of all. This one is fantastic. This makes me think that someone is actually considering this and not just throwing themselves into some passion without really making sure they're going to make money doing it. And this is a valid concern. It's a good concern. And you should be thinking about it before you start your business. You need to make sure that what you are offering, whatever type of way that you package it, is some way that people want to receive it and want to buy it, right? You've got to make sure it's a good business idea. So people say, oh, your passions shouldn't be your business. And I totally disagree. They can be your business if they are packaged correctly and effectively. If you have a passion for the outdoors and you want to get people outdoors, there are ways you can turn that into a business. And there are so many creative ways. It's not even funny. You can do this. Okay, it can be, but you've got to do the groundwork to make sure people will pay for it, first of all. But second of all, are you offering it in a way that they want to receive it and pay for it, right? That's why I created the Best Business Idea Workshop. You know, I've been talking about this for the past couple months, but it's so crucial to anyone starting a business. I didn't realize I was going to make this workshop in the beginning. I was helping people start their businesses. What I've come to find out is people sometimes are not sure about their idea. And I love that because I think you should be sure. You should be like, this is it. I'm so excited. I know I want to help people with businesses. I may not be sure exactly how I want to package this or present this or offer this, but this is what I want to do. And I'm telling you, that's why you go through a process to validate an idea and to come up with your exact method. So for example, the three steps in my workshop are how to understand yourself better because I'm telling you now, as a business owner, you absolutely have to do self-discovery. And I know a lot of you are already on a journey of doing that, but this kind of grounds you and pulls it all together and says, this is who you are. This is what you're good at. This is your personality. Now you know yourself. Now we can move on to the next step. Okay, because if a business owner thinks that they're really good at selling and they're not, their business is not going to do well because they're not going to hire somebody to sell because they think they're good at it and their business suffers, okay? You have to know yourself. I've seen business owners that they're doing the things that they're not good at because they never had this self-realization 
or had anyone tell them, you're really not good at that. And that's not to be rude. I think a lot of women were pretty good at that. I think men, I'm sorry, guys, if y'all are listening, but I think men more sometimes don't realize. That's kind of what I see. Maybe I'm totally wrong on that. That's just kind of what I've observed in my little planet over here, you know? Okay. So you got to know yourself first. You have to really be exposed to and understand all the awesome ways and creative ways that you can make money with your passion or with your skills or with your expertise. And let me say again, really quick, when I'm saying your passion, I'm not saying you're only going off your passions. I think you're combining your skills and your strengths and your passions to create this business, right? But I'm only saying passions because so many of you who listen say that about yourself. You say, I have a passion for the outdoors, or I have a passion, I love baking. I love to help people, whatever it is, right? So that's when I say passions, I'm kind of meaning that whole umbrella of passions, skills, knowledge, expertise. That's what we're trying to hone in on. So again, back to the workshop. The workshop helps you go through the process that you need to do to validate your business idea, understanding yourself, understanding all the fun, awesome, creative ways that you can make money doing what you do, right? The third thing is researching and validating your idea. You have to go through the steps and you may be on your own. You may be the type of person that understands yourself. You know all the ways to make money and you know how to research and validate your idea. More power to you, rock it and start your darn business already if you've already done this. If you have it, I have the workshop for you. It's inexpensive. I'm not gonna tell you the price on this podcast for fear that if in a few months someone's listening to this and the price has gone up because it probably will, then I don't want them to be sad that it was at a lower price at one time. So I'm not going to say the price on the podcast, but you can look, there'll be a link below. It's inexpensive. You can work through it yourself, go through it, and all is great. If you need personal help to really nail down the idea at the end, because at the end of this workshop, you'll get down to the one, two, or three ideas, and you're going to be like a little bit like unsure, maybe. You're going to be down to it. Some people have been ready to go and they're fine. Some people just need that one little extra bump of help. And I offer one-on-one coaching to help you nail your idea as well. Because I believe that this is super important so that you can have the confidence to know that your business idea is actually a good opportunity and you can get excited and you can go toward it with full gusto and full confidence. Because there's nothing worse than having a business idea and going, I think it's a good one. I'm just going to start it and hopefully it works. Okay. We don't want to be in that position. We want to be in the position where we say, I have a side business idea. I want to offer this. I've already gotten a lot of feedback that this is needed and wanted and people really like it. And I've already checked out the competition and I know this and that and this. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to keep my costs down. This is how I'm going to start simple. I'm ready to go. How excited would you be? You'd be like, here I go. I'm going to start my dream and take baby steps. And I know that it's going to evolve. Where I start today is not the end all be all. You need to let go of that too. Because I think a lot of people think when they start today, like, is this the one idea? This is it. It is probably not. It's probably super darn close. But you're going to tweak it. You're going to adjust it. It's just like your local gift shop. Every year, new products come in. They may keep they are products that sell over and over. That's what I did with my online store, thinking that through right now. It hundreds of products, but the same things sold every year. And then we would try to get rid of the stuff that didn't sell. And then we would bring in new, right? That's kind of what you do with your business. 
it's like a store. So imagine that, you know, the same old things are going to be there, but seasonally, it's kind of like Starbucks. They bring the pumpkin spice in, they see if it hits, if it sticks, maybe they'll bring that all year, maybe they're not because they like that demand during Christmas. But so maybe that's a bad example. But sometimes you'll notice like fast food, they'll bring in some schnazzy sandwich to see if it sticks and if it doesn't, it's gone, right? So it's kind of what you're going to do with your business. That's the awesome part is that you're not stuck. Okay, but you need to make sure it's a good business idea before you start it. If you've already started your business and you're like questioning it, and maybe you're like, maybe I need to shift a little bit, the workshop could work for you too. Because I think if you can just kind of rework it, it may not mean starting all over. It may just mean kind of pivoting or shifting what you're currently doing, shifting your offering, something like that. So let's recap again, because I want to squash, squash your fears that this doesn't have to be scary. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've never been scared to start my business. This is my fourth one, except for the one that was about the spa. That was the one that scared me and it didn't feel right. And so that's why I knew I shouldn't do it because I knew the other times though, I wasn't scared. And I kept going, why am I scared? And the other times I'm not scared. So you have to think about it. Why are you scared? Are you scared about the money? Okay, well, there's a way we can start this inexpensively. And let's not risk a lot of money. Number two, I don't have what it takes to start a business. Yes, you do. You have the passion, the grit, the desire to do something more with your life. You don't want to look back and go, I didn't try. I'd rather you try it and you bomb out. But again, it's not going to be that detrimental to you because you didn't risk your whole life savings. But you tried, but you're not going to fail. You can do this. You can adjust it. It's not that hard running a business. I promise you. My son is in high school and running his own business. You can run a business. Some girl I saw, was she on Shark Tank or some girl that sold some lemonade product? She was running her own business. Now, I'm sure she had her mom's help, but y'all, she became like a multimillionaire off this lemonade. She started it when she was 11. It's like not canned lemonade. It's like in a nice jar, but it's like all the fancy drinks, you know? Anyways, you, you can do this, I promise you, and you can outsource the stuff that doesn't work. And the third thing is you can verify that what you love, what you have a passion for, what you have expertise or knowledge in, you can verify that it's actually a good business opportunity before you start. Or if you started, you can go back and make sure and figure out the right angle for your business. You can do that. It's not that hard so that you have the confidence and you have the excitement to move forward with that business. So I want to encourage you and invite you today. If you are just starting your business, maybe you're getting everything going, or maybe you're even just in the idea stage and trying to nail it down, check out what is available to you below. There is a link in the show notes. Go to the workshops and the coaching help. You can see that I have one-on-one coaching available for you to help you. I'm telling you, it can make such a difference even in just an hour. I'm not kidding. It's worked for me with other coaches, right? I've got the self-paced workshop to help you really nail your idea. And that actually works in tandem with my coaching so that you don't have to book so many hours of coaching with me. You can actually do a lot of the groundwork before we get on the call. And then when we get on the call, boom, we're down to business and nailing your business idea. And if you're starting your business and you're trying to get a plan together and then even just an action plan, things you need to be doing so you can stay focused, we can do that. I'm actually working on 
a workshop right now, taking all the data that I'm learning from all of you while you're creating your business plan and packaging that into a self-paced workshop as well, so that you can get working on that on your own too. But in the meantime, one-on-one is an awesome way to get you moving forward. So again, I encourage you and invite you today. You can scroll down right now in the show notes. You can book a free call or you can start one of the workshops immediately and get yourself going and taking imperfect action because you did listen to my other podcast episode, right? Episode 47, where I talk about imperfect action, which is what has made me successful. That's what I want to help you do. So that is it. Y'all see, it doesn't have to be that scary. I promise you, It's not. It's so much fun. Your business will be so rewarding because you can make it whatever you want to make it. If you want to make $500 a month, $3,000 a month, $10,000 a month, $20,000, there's so many people that are making so much money per month with their business and it took them a while to get there. And I can tell you now, they were scared at some point about something. They took imperfect action. They moved forward. They tweaked and adjusted and they got to where they are today, you can do it too. I'm so happy for you. I know you have that burning, that yearning, that special flame inside of you right now that wants to get this going. So do it. Don't hold back. It doesn't have to be scary. And you know I'm here to help you. I'm not going to lead you astray. I'm going to help you start simple at a low cost so you can get your darn business going, right? That is it. Y'all are awesome. Are you in my Facebook group? You better be in my Facebook group. You can click below and get in there because I'm in there all the time. I post things. I like to respond to your questions. And I love it when y'all apply to the Facebook group. I have to tell you this because I get to hear about your business. I have a little question because you have to answer some questions. And one of them is, tell me about your business. And I love it. I get so excited hearing about each and everybody has a different kind of business, y'all. I can't believe it. Nobody's are the same. That's what makes this world go round. We're all unique individuals. It's so awesome. So get in my Facebook group if you're not already. I would love to have you. Remember, if you're trying to verify your business idea, I have the workshop. And I'm also coming out with a workshop to help you plan those first steps of your business, creating the foundational plan. It's the next logical step after verifying your idea. Now you're going to create a plan. We're going to do that next. See, I'm just taking baby steps, imperfect action. That's what I'm doing. I'm a product of my product. So are you. I'm so excited. Have a wonderful day. Until next time. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.